All praises to the Most High, brothers and sisters. On the Sabbath day, I am your host, the Apostle Reuben. Well, brothers and sisters, today we're going to be taking a look at the mark of the beast. Now, beyond popular belief, brothers and sisters, I know you know that this mark from this beast who had an image some teach is someday them putting a computer chip either in our head or in our hands and this is what they say the mark is and we're going to be receiving this mark from the beast and his image and we're going to be able to buy and sell because we have received the mark. Now let's go to the book of Revelation chapter 13. I want to open up there. I'm going to read verse 1 and 2. Now I'm not going to get to read um, all of it because I can't read every scripture to take you know, to, to properly break down Revelation 13 would take a couple of hours, brothers and sisters. You, it's just time I don't have, so I can't read every uh, passage in Revelation 13, but I'm going to get to the key points that we need to know. Book of Revelation, chapter 13, verse 1. And I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise up out of the sea having seven heads, ten horns, and upon his, upon his horns ten crowns, and upon his head the name of blasphemy. Now, blasphemy, if you look at the book of Ezekiel 20, verse 27, I'm going to show you what blasphemy is, straight from the Bible, blasphemy. Ezekiel 20, verse 27 says, Therefore, son of man, he's talking to Ezekiel, speaking to the children of Israel. I say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, Yet in your fathers, yet in this your fathers have blasphemed me, and they in that they have committed a trespass against me. So to commit trespass or transgression of the law. You blaspheme God. Now, this beast was filled with blasphemies. All manner of transgression, lies, thievery. This is this beast. Now, he has seven heads, seven time periods. And in those seven time periods, he has 10 horns. So this same beast has seven time periods with seven kingdoms all from the same beast in time. That's the first I'm going to go with that because I got to go over Revelation 17. I'm going to leave that with Revelation 17. When I go over that podcast. And all of these kingdoms are filled with blasphemy. Sin. 
Verse 2, Revelation. And the beast I saw was like unto a leopard, and his feet was as the feet of a bear, and his mouth was as the mouth of a lion. And the dragon, now, brothers and sisters, now, I I know that um, at times we can look at when it says, and the dragon gave him his power and his seat and his great authority. Now, we already read Ezekiel 29 and 3. Ezekiel 29 and 3 states that the dragons are powers. These powers gave this beast his greatest. It didn't say God gave it to him. It says that the dragon gave this beast that was like a leopard feet, were as the feet of a bear and mouth as the mouth of, of a lion, his power to do what I'm going to show you later on in the podcast. I'm going to show you what those three things mean when it says that he was a leopard, feet of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion. I'm going to show you that. Let's go to the book of Daniel 7. Because, brothers and sisters, what John is seeing is in the future, but we can always use Daniel to find out exactly who this leopard is, and some of the things John is saying. I want to go back to uh, Daniel chapter 7, and um, we're going to start reading in verse 2. Now, this is Belshazzar, the grandson of Nebuchadnezzar, and he's, like his grandfather, is going to have a dream and visions upon his bed. And just like before, Daniel, who had the power and spirit of the gods, as you read in um, Daniel 5.11, I'm going to read it for you. It says, there is a man in the kingdom in whom is the spirit of the holy God. See, that that's the Holy Spirit right there. The spirit of the holy gods. These holy gods were judges. Because there, you, I, I'm, I, as I made before, brothers and sisters, there is no spirit in a lawless man. These holy means keeping of the law. You'll find that in Numbers 15, verse 40. Romans 7 and 12. See, Numbers 15 tells you what it means to be holy. We can't, and see, this is um, why, brothers and sisters, when we, go in, when we go into this topic, the mark of the beast is just perfect in setting up what I want you to see. Numbers 15 verse 40 says, Numbers 15 and 40, that ye may remember, because this is the fringes, but that's not what I want out of this. That's not the point. The point is to put the fringe, you know, I'm going to go over to putting around the border uh, of your garments. What I want to do is I want to discuss what holy is. That ye may remember and do all my commandments and be holy, holy unto your God. Now, that's when we when going right back to Romans 7. 
and and so they can't say well you know that old testament no brothers and sisters romans 7 romans 7 verse 12 says and wherefore the law is holy just like it was in numbers 1540 and the commandment is holy just and good so the work of god which is commandments his commandments according to exodus 32 16 psalm 78 verse 7 his works are the commandments and they are good and it was good for the children of israel to do let's go on to um daniel 5 11 again i'm gonna read it there is a man in thy kingdom in whom is the spirit of the holy gods and in the days of thy father's light and understanding and wisdom like wisdom of the gods was found in him whom the king nebuchadnezzar thy father the king i say thy father made master of the magicians astrologers moon gazers moon watchers space watchers way back then chaldeans and soothsayers verse 12 for as much as an excellent spirit and knowledge and understanding interpreting of dreams and showing of hard sentences and dissolving of doubts were found in the same Daniel whom the king named Belt Shazar. Now let Daniel be called and he will show the interpretation. Now, Daniel sees in his, he's going to break it down again, time and time and time and time again. When we're going back to Daniel 5, this is Belshazzar, it was Nebuchadnezzar. Now, Belshazzar is going to have a dream again. So Belshazzar in Daniel chapter 7, verse 2. Daniel 7 and 2 says, Daniel spake and said, I saw in my visions by night, and behold, four winds of heaven strove upon the great sea. And four great beasts came up from the sea, diverse one from another. Here it is. The first was like a lion and had an eagle's wings. This, this, this kingdom could move as swift as an eagle, very fast. And I beheld to the wings thereof were plucked, they were removed, and it was lifted up from the earth and made stand upon his feet as a man, brought down to the status of a man. And a man's heart was given unto it. See, the man's mind was given unto it. This is the first kingdom. The second kingdom says, and behold, another beast like a bear. Here's the bear. And it raised up itself on one side and had three ribs in its mouth, the Libyans, the Sabians, the Ethiopians, yet conquered them. And the mouth of it between the teeth of it. The teeth is the weaponry of it. That's Psalms 57 and 4. We're going to read Psalms 57 and 4 real quick. Psalms 57 verse 4 
says, My soul is among lions, and I lie even among them that are set on fire, even the sons of men whose teeth are spears and arrows, and their tongue is sharp. Is a sharp sword. Now that tongue is a sharp sword. Is going right back to Revelations when it says he spake like a lion. When any kingdom speaks like a lion, they speak with power. Verse five of Daniel seven. Daniel chapter seven, verse five says, "And I beheld another beast, a second like to the bear." And it raised itself up on one side and had three ribs in its mouth, the mouth of it, and between the teeth of it. And they said to thus, and they said thus unto it, arise, devour much flesh. Verse six. And after this I beheld, and lo, another like a leopard, which had a which had upon the back of it four wings of a fowl. The beast had also four heads, and dominion was given over it. So, given to it, I mean. So, this beast, what is this beast? This beast, I'm going to show you what this beast is. Let's go to verse 23. Thus he said, the fourth kingdom shall be the fourth beast. Or the fourth kingdom on the earth, which shall be diverse from all kingdoms and shall devour the whole earth and shall tread it down and break it in pieces. So the fourth beast, I'm, I'm just letting you know that the beast is a kingdom. Now, Daniel was given three kingdoms here, but he was told about the fourth kingdom by verse 20. He went into the fourth kingdom by verse, um, 23 of Daniel chapter 7. So we had four kingdoms and they were called beasts. Now this leopard is mentioned in Revelation chapter 13 verse 2. Now brothers and sisters, this leopard is the kingdom of Greece. Any of you that have ever known history, it was Babylon, Medo-Persia, Greece and Rome. When you go to Daniel chapter 8 and you start reading. Now, I would say, brothers and sisters, when you. Daniel 8 again is one of the chapters that has to be broken down from one. See, these chapters have and verses have to be broken down, brothers and sisters. But since I don't have that time, I just go to the points that are needed, but I give you enough of it to get the understanding. Now, right at this time, Gabriel is interpreting his dream and he's starting around verse 19 of Daniel chapter eight. It says, and I beheld, and, it's, and he said, behold, I will make thee to know what shall be in the last end of indignation for at the time appointed the end shall be this is the end of the world he's talking about it says the rams which thou sawest having two horns are the uh kings of media persia now he's saying this this is the bear talked about 
and Daniel chapter 7, verse 5. That's the bear. He's also in this vision that Daniel has called uh, the ram. <clears throat> now, the next kingdom, which was the leopard, came after that medial Persia and Babylonian empires, world ruler domination. Now, Daniel 8 verse 21 says, and the rough goat is the king of Grecia. Now here is, we see that Grecia, Greece, Greeks started after Media Persia. This is that same leopard mentioned in Daniel 7 and 6 and Revelation 13 and 2. So right away we see that the Greeks are this power. The Caucasian Greeks have the power on the earth because there is no other uh, teaching system on earth that could tell you that the Greeks were a black people. No, they were Caucasian people. So when you think about it, The book of Maccabees, which is in the Apocrypha, which is in the very first editions of the King James Version, the 1611, has been removed. So the history of those Greeks could not be presented against the Jews. You would have found out who the Jews were and the Greeks to see that it was always about a dark color versus a light color. It wasn't white on white. It was white on black all the time. And they didn't want you to see that. Like they don't want you to see this. So when we go back to Revelation chapter 13, now from what we know, from what we know so far from Daniel 7 and 6, this leopard has the feet of a bear, which means he has the war, but the, because the, the, the feet stamped and torn into other nations. And the mouth is the mouth of a lion. The mouth of the mouth of the lion is he spoke with strength. There was strength behind his speech. And watch this. Revelation chapter 14, verse 3. And I saw one of his heads as it were, it were wounded to death. And his daily wound was healed. And the world wondered after the beast. Now this beast is this kingdom again. The beast is the kingdom. And when it says the world wondered after the beast... You have to understand what that world is. Now, brothers and sisters, it's not about what we believe. It's about what we can prove. You can believe something and can't prove it. So when we go to Isaiah 45, verse 17, it says, But Israel shall be saved in the Lord with an everlasting salvation. Ye shall not be ashamed nor confounded world without end. Now, brothers and sisters, this world, this world of God are the children of Israel. Because you're going to see 
as we go through that this is the children of Israel here. Verse 4. And they worshipped, they worshipped the dragon that gave power unto the beast. And they worshipped the beast saying, who is able, who, who is like unto the beast, who is able to make war with him. So now you have this world worshipping the beast. They're not worshipping God, they're worshipping the beast. The, the world power, I mean, I, I would say the a power over a people and the dragon being a, another power behind these people is giving them their seat and authority. And they tell you all the time, brothers and sisters, and I'm not going to go into it deep, that uh, there is a secret society of rulers that give power to nations. You won't know who they are, but they exist. A round table. Verse 5. And there was given unto him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies, lies, sin. And power was given to it to continue 40 and 2 months. 42 months is that times times and half a time so you got a time of times with an s and a half of time so that's one two three hundred times which the scholars believed that those would be years for a dispensation he had this power of time you got to understand something brothers and sisters to understand when john what time john is seeing you have to understand that in the future, this leopard, which was Greece, or I should say Greco-Roman time, it's not. He's not letting you know about a, you know, what what he's letting you know about a people that has a power, and there was a great power behind it. to enforce the will upon the saints, as you're going to see. Verse 6, and he opened his mouth and blasphemed against God, to blaspheme his name, his name, and his tabernacle, and them that dwell in it. Now, his tabernacle, and his name, his name first, his tabernacle second, And them that dwelt in heaven. So at this time, you're looking at, again, them that dwelt in heaven. The forefathers, I guarantee you, brothers and sisters, the forefathers in the end of the end of the Indian tribes, they dwelt in heaven. Watch how how can I say? You you let me show you something, brothers and sisters. When the Bible speaks, you got to have every single scripture. First, I mean, Second Timothy three sixteen. All Scripture is from the inspiration of God and profitable for doctrine, for reproof, and correction, for the instruction of righteousness. I'm just paraphrasing. Now, this is what I'm going to say. 
It says, how hath the Lord, this is Lamentations 2 verse 1, Lamentations 2 verse 1 says, how hath the Lord covered the daughter of Zion with a cloud in his anger and has cast down from heaven unto the earth the beauty of Israel and remembered not his footstool in the day of his anger. See, Israel could dwell in heaven. The heaven that they dwelt in was freedom from persecution. These scriptures are not talking about anybody dwelling where God is. This heaven, that's why the Bible says a lot of preachers try to run from it and talk their own talk. Deuteronomy, the book of Deuteronomy. I want to get this real quick. Chapter 11, I think it is. Let me get there real quick because I'm going to try to fit this together brothers and sisters in a special way it says this that your days may be multiplied if we kept the commandments this is deuteronomy 11 21 deuteronomy 11 21 says that your days may be multiplied in the days of your children in the land which the lord swore unto thy fathers to give them as the days of heaven upon the earth this land would have been like heaven, plenty to eat, plenty to plant, rich land, heaven. But God sees this power coming unto blaspheming from these Greeks. These Greeks blaspheme they speak against god the forefathers of caucasians and against them that dwelt in that heaven now brothers and sisters i'm not going to really go into um you know this as I usually do, but this is why the Bible proves that the children of Israel were a brass-colored people. When we go to do, when we always went to uh, Leviticus 13, these people were, and I'm going to read you a scripture from Leviticus 13, and it, and this is leprosy, leprosy. Um, pay attention brothers and sisters says and the priest shall consider this is um, Leviticus 13 verse 13 then the priest shall consider and behold if the leprosy have covered all his flesh he shall pronounce him clean that hath the plague it is all turned white he is clean what is turned white his flesh just like the flesh of Moses in the book of Exodus. I want y'all to pay attention. The book of Exodus. See, this is going to play a big part in the beast in his image. Exodus 4 verse 6 says, The Lord said, Furthermore unto him, Put now thine hand into thy bosom. And he put his hand in his bosom. And when he took it out, behold, it was leprous as snow. So this leprosy was a disease that turned black skin white. This is the true Israelites, a darkish brass people. 
they're not Caucasian, like you see these Jewish or the Israelis. That doesn't make sense. None of that is biblical. That's how he speaks blaspheming against them that dwelt in safety. Like the North American Indians. Freedom was taken away. I want you to, I want you to understand what, what I'm about to read. Revelation 13, verse 7. And it was given unto him to make war with the saints. Whoa, 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 whoa. It was given unto him to make war with the saints. Who are now, brothers and sisters, I told you the saints are biblically. And I'm telling you, what I mean by biblically recorded, who the saints are. You can't get away from this. Psalms 148 verse 14 says, Psalms 148 verse 14, he also exalted the horn of his people, the praise of all his saints, even the children of Israel, a people near unto him, praise ye the Lord. So the saints is who, the children of Israel is who the war is with. It's not with the whole earth, it's with them. The war wasn't with the kings of the earth. As we, re as we read on down, brothers and sisters, we're going to find out how and why many of these ministers will not attempt to teach Revelation, any part of it. Stay tuned, brothers and sisters. I'm going to come back with part two of this podcast welcome back to part two brothers and sisters of the mark of the beast now what i'm going to do is you know i i stopped in uh revelation chapter 13 verse 7 and i'm not going to get into reading it all but um we prove that those saints now so far brothers and sisters we know that in revelation 13 and 2 that the beast that John saw was similar to the beast, three beasts that Daniel saw in Daniel 7. But this beast he sees this time, John, in Revelation 13 and 2, have the feet of the bear. The feet of the bear we know is the war technique. The technique of war and the mouth of the dragon is to speak. And this mouth of the dragon is used to speak blasphemies against the lord the name his tabernacle and those that dwell in heaven and we've already went over what that heaven was that heaven is not talking about the sky that heaven is talking about if they kept the commandments they would experience the days of heaven i'm going to show you that again in psalms chapter 89 i'm going to show you that again in psalms 89 because i like showing you chapter and verse psalms 89 is talking about uh david but i want you to look carefully brothers and sisters look carefully at this that i'm about to read it says in verse uh 89 verse 20 i'm gonna read verse 20 
I have found David my servant. With my holy oil, I have anointed him. So this is talking about David. I'm going to drop down to verse 28. My mercy shall will I keep for him forever. And my covenant shall stand fast with him. His seed also I will make to endure forever. And his throne as the days of heaven. So the days of heaven again tells you that the heaven is on the planet. The heaven God dwells in is out of time. There is no time as we um, seen in Daniel chapter 7 verse 13 when in, when you talk about Daniel 7 verse 13 I don't want to get make this too long because I need to get to the point of the of the mark and um, when you read Daniel chapter 7 it says and I saw Daniel 7 13 and I saw the night visions and behold one like the son of man came with the clouds of heaven and came to the ancient of days and they bought him near before him so the ancient of days there's no time there's no days for him he's ancient two days but those that dwell in heaven dwelt in heaven and in safety like the north american indians at a in a time when there was no trouble or no uh discovery from as they say, Christopher Columbus, when he discovered this land, did not see them, Our my forefathers. They were here. There was a heaven. There was no war. And if there was a war, it was within the tribes, not with another nation. And those that you see that they say they cannot tell where they were from. They they try to give them an image that is not there. Our understanding of the saints are the children of Israel. Revelations, Revelation 13, 7, again. And it was given unto him to make war with the saints. Watch this. And to overcome them and power was given him over all kindreds, tongues, and nations. Now, the war was with the saints, but the power was given to him over every nation under the sky. Verse 8. And all that dwell upon earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of life of the lamb slain from the foundation. Now, brothers and sisters, let's keep going. I'm, I'm, I'm going to come back to this because this is the key to understanding the mark of the beast. John goes and says in verse 9, If any man have an ear, let him hear. He that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. He that killeth with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience and the faith of the saints, saints, the children of Israel. There's no other scripture in the Bible that tells you saints would be all nations. New Testament, you cannot, you, you, you do not become a saint because you want to become one. Saints 
were the children of Israel, a people near and dear unto God, as we read in Psalms 148 verse 14. And John says this, watch John. Now, and I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth. Now, the sea, this first beast came up out of a sea. Now, we know according to, and I'm, I, I'm not going to just, because a lot of people, I give you as much as I can, but a lot of people say, what is that sea? You know, I was telling this, and everybody's going to have what they have. So I try to give everybody something. We're going to find out what this C is. Isaiah chapter 17, verse 12 says, War to the multitude of many people, which make a noise like the noise of the seas, and to the rushing of nations that make a rushing like the rushing of mighty waters. See, you'll find the same thing in Revelation 17, verse 5. 15, I mean, Revelation 17, verse 15, these many waters, which is nations, kindreds, and tongues. Revelation 17, verse 5. That's who this seals. He comes out of he comes out of many people. Diverse people. Verse 13 of Isaiah 17. The nations shall rush like the rush of many waters, but God shall rebuke them. And they shall flee far off, and they shall be chased with the shaft of the mountains before the wind, like a rolling thing before the whirlwind. Verse 14 of Isaiah 17. And behold, the evening tide trouble, and before the morning he is not, no more existence. This is the portion of them that spoiled us, talking about Israel, and the lot of them that robbed us. So when you go back to Revelation 13, verse 10, he that killeth with the sword shall also be killeth by a sword. This is Revelation. This is what it's talking about. Verse, verse uh, 10. Verse, three, verse 11. And I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth of this same Grecian people. Is the, the subject hasn't changed from Greece yet. Same people, same Caucasians. This one comes up out of the earth and had two horns like a lamb. Wait a minute, two horns like a lamb and he spake as a dragon. So this, this next uh, power that comes up out of the same people, the Greeks. This beast come out of the earth. So this kingdom come from low and became high. And he had two horns, two powers, like a lamb. Now, this lamb, you're going to understand, for when it says a lamb, a lamb represents an image. It represents an image. Anytime you see a lamb, the image of that is kind. 
but he spaked as a dragon, you'll see this kind image, these two horns, they speak as a nation with power. So you got to think of your suits and ties and your people behind suits, you know, they, 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 they get in these suits and ties and they claim two horns, two powers, Democrat and Republic. So this beast that rises up has two. They have a democracy and a republic. Revelation 13, verse 12, and he exercises all the power of the first beast before him and causes the earth and them that dwell therein to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. So this is how they're coming up with Rome because this, you know, Greeks and, and it became Greece and then Rome rose out of Greece. Same people, same Caucasians. And by the time Christ, I'm going to show you, when you look at Matthew 17, verse 24, and when they were come out of Capernaum, they received tribute money. They that received who took up the tribute money came to Peter and said, Look, not your master pay tribute. And he saith, yes. And when he was coming to the house, Jesus prevented him saying, what thinkest thou, Simon? Of whom do kings of the earth take custom and tribute? Their own children of strangers. Then Peter said unto them, of strangers, saith, uh, Peter saith unto him, of strangers. Jesus saith unto him, then are the children free. See that when, when they were at this time, Rome was conquering the Israelites, predominantly the Jews. Rome was because Christ told them in John 19. John 19. John 19. Come on now, let me get there. Verse 11 Christ told. Um, Pilate, thou couldst have no power at all against me, except it were given from above. You, Daniel 4, 17. I'm not going to go there, but you can read it yourself. Therefore, he that delivered me unto thee has the greater sin or condemnation. Now, here it is. This beast is exercising the exact same thing that his forefathers, the first kingdom, did. And see, this is why the Apocrypha, again, is important to have, but most people who don't like to read the Bible anyway would just agree with the pastor and says it's not canon. But what we do know is he exercised the power of the first beast, caused it to earth and them dwelling in it, those who worship the first, understanding the first beast, whose deadly wound was healed. Verse 13, and he doeth great wonders so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men and deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by means of those miracles he had to do in the power, <clears throat> in the power to do in the sight of the beast. Now, you got to remember something now. <clears throat> this beast come out of the same beast. This kingdom comes up out of another kingdom. And he does 
things in the sight of other nations, like fire coming down from heaven. How is that? Fire coming down. I told you before, and I told you again, brother, sister, search. Um, see if I still got that podcast about nuclear fire. Just a little bit uh, older than the rest. When I told you in Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 9, verse 5. I'm just, co- just going to cover it real quick, then we're going into the mark. Seriously. For every battle of war of the warrior is with confused noise and garments rolled in blood, but this shall be with burning and fuel of fire. See, this war coming up ain't going to be no blow uh, swords chopping up flesh. This here is going to be a fire war. <clears throat> Excuse me. When it talks about in Isaiah 13, verse 4, the noise of a multitude in the mountains, like as of a great people, a tumultuous noise, the kingdoms of nations gathered together. The Lord of hosts mustereth the host of the battle. Verse 5 of Isaiah 13. Verse 5 of Isaiah 13. I just read Isaiah 13, verse 4. Now I'm reading verse 5. And they come from a far country at the ends of, from the ends of heaven, even the Lord, the weapons of his indignation to destroy the whole land, the kingdom. See, this this is what we're not realizing it. You can't make this into a, uh, you know, a lot of um, them like to put the scene in heaven and John's just having a vision without telling them the vision, no. I'm going to drop down to verse 15. And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast. Now, this beast have an image. He had power. Okay. That the image of the beast. Now, I'm saying this. This same image of this kingdom. So, this kingdom has an image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. Now, the image of this kingdom. The image of this kingdom is an image of himself. So far, brothers and sisters, you see that the image of this beast is of himself. Anyone that didn't worship this beast, not God, but this beast and his image should be killed. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say, brothers and sisters, you're going to be assassinated right on the spot. In time, these things will be revealed. Because they did this very, see, see, people who talk about the mark of the beast, how did our forefathers in slavery and in colonization accept the mark? Now, remember, there was a kingdom. The Grecian kingdom came with Jesuit priests and crosses and an image on that cross. And if they would not accept that image, they would be killed.
Now, the, the most important part about this, verse 16, and he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark on their right hand and on their forehead. Verse 17, that no man could, that no man might buy or sell, save he had the mark of his name and the beast or the number of his name. So, the name of the beast or the number of his name. So, this mark that they're going to receive in their head and forehand is what they call a computer chip. Really, that's the mark. Well, let's go back. Let's let's see what God marks. Let's see what God marks. Let's get Job 10:14. Job 10:14 says, "If I sin, then thou markest me, and thou wilt not acquit me from mine iniquity." Look. Psalms 130. Psalms 130. And three. Psalms 130 and 3. It says, If thou, Lord, shouldest mark iniquities, O Lord, who should stand? I'm going to read you one more. Jeremiah. Jeremiah 2, verse 22 says, For though thou wash thee with nitri, and make and take thee much soap, yet thine iniquity is marked before me, saith the Lord. So the mark of this beast is the mark that comes with his image, and this um Beast also will cause them not to be written in the book of life. Now, I'm going to go into uh, the 666 at another time because it's not the same as you think. They put it together, but it's not. It shows you that that number is the number of man and you know, the 666 would be the six um, trumpets, the six plagues, and um, the six vials, which I'm going to go over that in a future podcast episode that will be titled The Three Sixes. We're going to go into more depth with that. But this mark that they receive that they wouldn't be able to buy or sell unless they had this mark. Is that mark a computer chip in the hand? No, it's not, brothers and sisters. That mark that comes from the beast and his image is the mark of transgression. And in order to have that mark, there has to be a law. I want y'all to understand this. 
I want you to listen to this real quick. I don't know if you'll hear it real well, but this is Creflo Dollar. I want y'all to listen to what he says. Listen to this. Up sin, we looked at that. So, if we Christians hope for victory over sin, we shouldn't have any relationship with the law, not even the Ten Commandments. If we should hope for victory over sin, we should not have any relationship with the law, which is over 600 of them, and also not, not even the Big Ten. I want you to hold up real quick now. If you heard that. That was Creflo Dollar saying that we should that that the law leads to sin. Now I'm gonna show you something. I want you I want you to see who's responsible. This is this is examples of the mark. Romans chapter seven, verse seven says this. What shall we say then? Is the law sin? God forbid. No, I had not known sin, but by the law, for I had not known. Lust, except the law saith, thou shalt not cover. Now, brothers and sisters, what I wanted you to understand is Creflo Dollar understands the difference between the law and the Ten Commandments. He knows the difference. Now, he can sit there and mock and say it's over 600 of them. They, he can't find 600 laws in this book. None of them can. You can't go through and see 600 nowhere. They use that as a tool to cast you from the understanding of the law of sacrifice. He knows there's a law of sin and he knows that there is the Ten Commandments. Where did that doctrine come from? This is what got our people, the children of Israel, the saints, in delusion at this time. Oh, the forbidden fruit was an apple. Oh, we can eat unclean meats. Oh, you know, we can uh, pray in sin. Oh, everybody receives the Holy Ghost through water baptism. Oh, see, this is this is this power and his image. Now, this is the Greeks. So the Greeks have an image of themselves that they label as Jesus Christ. This is the deception. There's nowhere in the Bible that says Christ was a Greek or Caucasian. He, there's nowhere. Revelation 1, verse 14 and 15, Revelation 2, 18, both speak of Christ having feet of brass. Revelation 1, 14, 15, Daniel chapter 7 and 9, both talk about woolly hair. So where did this beast and his image come from and those that would not and those that were killed you got to think about it this war with the saints this image because really brothers and sisters if it was like that um chinese still have buddha arab still have the uh, dome of the rock India still has Krishna. If he had come and brought his image to them, and they're still existing, you got Buddhism, you probably got over 1.5 billion in Buddhism. 
Krishna, you probably got over two billion of those Indians and in, in, Indians in there from India, the real Indians. In the cobblestone, one point nine billion folk. If the if the Earth has seven billion people, seven point five, seven point seven billion people, you just took out four billion right there that are in other religions. They're not seeing Christ. They're not seeing Christ. And he's causing them to receive the mark of him and his image on their right hand and their forehead. That's thought and works. That is the thought and the works. Let's look at this. Second Corinthians 4. 2 Corinthians 4 and 4. I want this because I want you to see something. 2 Corinthians 4, 4 says, And whom the God of this world has blinded their minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ should, who is the image of God, should shine upon them. See, instead of seeing the image of the gospel of the Bible. They're looking upon the image of the beast. That believe not. Let's get some. So what does it mean not to believe? Watch this. Psalm 78. For them that believe not. 2 Corinthians 4 and 4. Psalm 78. And I want to read verse 22. Psalm 78 verse 22. It says, and this is talking about the children of Israel back in the times. For all this they sin still and believe not for his wondrous works. Psalms 119 verse uh, 27 and uh, Psalm 78 verse 7 says his wonderful, wondrous or wonderful works is his law. So when you take a look at the mark of the beast, what you're going to find is that this Man and his image deceiveth the whole world and cause them to get a mark in their right hand and in their uh, foreheads. Their, their hands are for their works. Their foreheads is where this mark is planted. And it causes you to be left out of the book of life. The only thing that causes you to be left out of the book of life is sin. Exodus 32. Exodus 32. Because God had been talking about this book the whole time. Exodus 32. And I'm going to read. Well, actually, I'm going to read. Yeah, Exodus 32. And I'm going to read verse 32. Moses says, Yet now, if thou will forgive their sin and not blot me, if not blot me, I pray thee out of thy book which thou hast written. Verse 33 of Exodus 33. Exodus 33, verse 33 says, And the Lord saith unto Moses, Whosoever has sinned against me, I will blot out of my book. Now, the mark of the beast plays, the book of life plays a big part in the mark of the beast. Who ain't going to get in it? 
And those that don't get in it are in transgression. And this is what that mark is. But it's not just talking about that. Stay tuned. Welcome back, brothers and sisters, to the final, the conclusion of the Mark of the Beast. Now, what I wanted to, to go back into, brothers and sisters, is did you hear that Creflo Dollar understood that the law and the Ten Commandments were different? Now, Creflo Dollar is not going to explain to you what that law is. He's not going to go into deep detail of the law of sin Paul was talking about in the book of Romans chapter 7 when he said in Romans chapter 7 verse um, 25 I thank God for through Jesus Christ our Lord so then with my mind I serve the law of God but with my flesh the law of sin but with my flesh the law of sin the law of sin what was the law of sin we go into verse uh romans chapter 8 verse 2 says for the law of the spirit of life in christ jesus the law in the spirit the law of the spirit the law of the spirit there is no spirit without the law the law of the spirit of life in christ jesus had made me free from the law of sin and death the law of sin and death so if you sinned, you died. The law of sin is the judgment given in the law. Deuteronomy chapter 24. I just want to read that one first. Deuteronomy 24 verse 16 says this. The father shall not to death or shall not be put to death for the children neither shall the children be put to death put to death for the fathers for every man should be put to death for his own sin see the law that was sin and death was that being put to death if you sinned or broke the Ten Commandments, then the law of sin would be executed by the priest. But this is not how they're explaining it. They're not explaining it at all. And this, as I say, is an example of a mark from this beast think about it for a second you can't really talk about the bible in its entirety unless you understand the law of sin and death from breaking the ten commandments it's very 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 important very important we understood that but this beast and his image that's mentioned in revelation chapter 13 was a tactic 
of the war on the children of Israel. It's not over the yeah they go to they go to other nations and, and other nations come here and Chinese believe in Christ and Japanese believe in, no brothers sisters we're talking about all the whole what the nations are built up for Buddhism among Mongoloid people Islam the Dome of the Rock amongst Islam. Krishna, the eight-armed goddess with the dot in the middle of her head in India. See, they all follow their own gods. They, this ain't, this, this, people think that, you know, brothers and sisters, that it's to deceive all of them. They're not, they're not deceived by this Christ. They refuse to become deceived by this version of this man and his image. But, if the war was on the saints, then that is a war only the hidden children of Israel would go through. That image of that beast, which was Greece, which are Caucasians, is brought up on the true children of Israel. So the causing of them. Now I might be, um, I'm not going to be fast with that to say that it hadn't been other nations that had to accept the image. Because brothers and sisters, the image is not just a picture. The image is what was offered to Eve. The very first sin was given from the image of the devil. Go back to Genesis. We go back to Genesis, chapter three. We'll start reading. In verse four, and the serpent said unto the woman, "Ye shall not surely die, for God knoweth that the day ye eat thereof, your eyes shall be open, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil." Now, good and evil were trees which were not in similitude. When you read Matthew 7, verse 19, these trees were similitude of nations that knew. And plus Ezekiel 31, if you went over my former podcast, the trees that knew good and evil, which was law and sin. The tree knew good. And the tree also knew evil, which is sin. Genesis 3, verse 6, And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and was pleasant to the eyes to be desired to make one wise, to do what? She took of the fruit. What fruit? People think this is an apple. No, she it's not an apple. She took of the fruit and did eat and gave also unto her husband and he did eat. He did eat and their eyes was both opened and they knew that they were naked in sin because it was law and sin on the earth. The woman was given the imagination as being as the gods. The gods are the rulers of the earth. Exodus 22 verse 28 said that the gods are the rulers of the people. So the very first sin that was committed in the garden was imagination. 
the same imagination is going on from this image and this beast of a people that's Grecian, Caucasian, that had forefathers in the time of uh, Daniel 8, which explains Daniel 8. Um, you can go on further to Daniel 8, Daniel 9. The same beast, the same people would be ruling this earth again, exercising what the first beast, which was the same beast they are, same kingdom. And now with an image, as we see in Revelations 13, verse 15 down. So he causes them to receive that mark. And whosoever did not receive that mark of that image, they should be killed. And how many of the forefathers of Indian tribes were murdered because they wouldn't receive the cross and the image of this beast, which was a kingdom? How many of the slaves did not receive this mark from the image of this kingdom? How many of us in the future are going to be troubled because we won't receive this mark of this kingdom and his image? That's going to keep us out of the book of life if we do. Everybody's waiting on a chip. Everybody's waiting on a shot. Brothers and sisters, the mark of the beast is the mark of this man. His mark and a mark is the mark of sin, and this man has a mark. Our mothers, fathers, sisters, and brothers have this mark in their right hand and forehead, which causes them not to be in the book of life. You're looking for a computer chip. You're looking for a uh, shot. No, the mark was put all the way back in time. You can refuse this mark. They're not teaching that. So if you refuse this mark, you cannot buy or sell. Okay, brothers and sisters, all right. So if this is a computer chip, name me a time in history where, according to the Bible, we couldn't buy. I mean, through this book, that was buying and selling. That is the strength of an of uh, any economy, any nation. If there's no buying, the economy won't last. Anywhere. So understanding that you had to receive a certain mark in your hand and your forehead, you will be believing that mark was a computer chip or a shot until Christ comes. But they could never explain to you 
how the North American Indians, which were colonized, and the so-called African-American slaves, I say so-called because there's no proof anywhere in this Bible that Africans were sold to Grecians, like it says in Joel 3 and 6. Joel 3 and 6 says the children of Israel were sold to the Grecians. They just so happen to be dark as well. And many of them that did not receive that mark, could they be the ones that couldn't buy or sell? Sure seemed like it. But if they put the image of the beast in their hands and foreheads, they would allow they would be allowed to be involved in commerce. You should understand something, brothers and sisters. The Pharisee and the Sadducee. It reminds me of it. Now, everybody's going to have a disagreement about the mark of the beast, but you, everybody's going to have a doctrine. But one thing you can uh, very well sure have to understand, brothers and sisters, is that looking at the entire Bible, when we read Deuteronomy 15 and 4, read Deuteronomy 15 real quick. Deuteronomy 15, verse 4 says, Save when there shall be no poor among you, for the Lord greatly blessed thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee for an inheritance to possess it. Now I want you to go up to verse, I want to go back up to verse 2, Deuteronomy 15, verse 2. And this is the manner of the release. Every creditor that lendeth ought unto his neighbor shall release it. And shall not exact of it, exact of his neighbor or of, of his brother, because it is called the Lord's release. Now that's what they call bankruptcy. But I'm, I'm going to say this: this is amongst the Israelites that the law is given to. How about understanding what we read in Matthew 17, verse 24 to 26? when the children of Israel were paying taxes to Rome. That's different. The children of Israel went from themselves to being up under a power, paying taxes. And what do you know today, the children of Israel up under a power, paying taxes? Two different people, black and white, one submitted to the other. The other gives a mark and the image of himself along with doctrine. And our people follow it. It causes you to sin. As you heard Creflo Dollar say, well, um, we know that the law involves sin. The law does not involve sin. See, the mark, image. We just read in Romans 7, verse 7, is the law sin, God forbid. No, it's not sin. But he says sin brings, the law brings sin. See, that is the image of the beast. And he has millions. And when I say image of the beast, I mean the imagination of this beast. 
the one that speak blasphemy against God, as we read in Revelation 13 and 6. To speak God's word without scripture, chapter and verse, is part of this beast's image. And our preachers caught in it, the people caught in it, have the mark of sin on their hands. And they will not be in the book of life, which is the most important thing. Brothers and sisters um, of the Most High, let us continue to keep the commandments because, as you will understand, keeping the commandments is the way that we don't fall into this. Revelation 14 verse 9 says, And the third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If any man worship the beast and his image, and receive his mark in their forehead or in his hand, the same shall drink, verse 10, Revelation 14, verse 10, the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture, unto cup, <clears throat> to the cup of his indignation. And he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone and in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. See, brothers and sisters, Payment, fire again, brimstone, this fire again. He will be burned by keeping the beast in his image. There is nothing, brothers and sisters, that pains me more to say that when we look at Second <clears throat> Corinthians 11, you have to understand Second Corinthians 11 and verse 3. It says, but I fear lest by any means as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtlety, so your mind should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. For he that cometh preaches another Jesus, whom we have not preached, or if ye receive another spirit from this other Jesus, which ye have not received, or another gospel which ye have not accepted, ye might well bear with him. See, brothers and sisters, another Jesus, the beast in his image, another gospel. Christ said in Matthew 15, verse 24, I am only been sent for the lost sheep of house of Israel. Matthew 18, verse 11, I have sent to save who is lost. This new Jesus, fabrication of everything that the Bible presents. From the Ethiopian eunuch to Cornelius to Sunday church to Easter, Christmas, all of that. This beast is behind this beast image and they have their ministers like Creflo Dollar to preach it. Locking our people out of the book of life and keeping them from keeping the commandments. And that's the truth. Peace be unto you, brothers and sisters. I'm your host, the Apostle Reuben.